Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. And I am Phil. And this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Halloween. Well, actually, it's not Halloween. It'll be, it'll be gone Halloween by the time you listen to this. But but we're recording this pretty much on Halloween. Um, and it's our first recording for a, a, a few weeks. Um, once again, <laughs> things have, you know, uh, life has been pretty hectic. Um, but Max, how are you, my friend? Are you good? Good, thank you. Yes, pretty well, pretty good. I've seen some fairly bad films recently, as well as some good ones. How about yourself? I've watched some very, very okay films recently, and some classics. Um, I've watched one classic in the cinema. Uh, I've watched one classic at home, so I've had a bit of a bit of a, a hint of the classics. And when I say classics, I'm not talking Tolstoy or or Shakespeare. I'm talking uh, Jackie Brown and the Lost Boys. Um, yeah. And yes, some some okay-ish movies around the edges of that. Uh, So today we're going to catch up on Ross's annual uh, 31 films of Halloween. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Black Adam and the DCU. Uh, Because they've rebranded. They've rebranded. It's no longer the East. The the DCEU is dead. Long live the DCU. Good, (sighs) I think. I think. I think. Well, hey, there's some good news in that. And then um, I want to just once again talk a little bit about Jackie Brown, um, having rewatched it this week um, and finally made a convert of my wife of how brilliant oh, it is. Wonderful. I know, right? Um, the, the word is slowly spreading. Slowly. <laughs> so, look, let's let's crack on. Of course, we'll do the films we've seen most recently. Good. Uh, sorry, old and new. So let's start with that and let's exclude Black Adam because... Uh, yep. You know, obviously, we'll talk about that separately. Um, I just want to drop in. I'm not going to take too long on this, but the, the the new film I've seen most recently is Kevin Smith's latest, Clerks 3. Can I just say, it, I, I'm a complete blend of I really want to see it and also I don't care. Oh, and like both. watching it's it, like both. you will be a blend of... I'm right. really enjoying this, and I don't care. Look, for a comedy, it's not funny. About 20 minutes in the film, I, I'm like, I think I've worked out what's happened here. I've got older and maturer, and Kevin Smith hasn't. Or the film hasn't, at least. No, no, <clears throat> Kevin Smith hasn't, as a filmmaker. He's still doing the same jokes and the same shtick that he was doing 40, 30-odd years ago. Right. And that's fine, because I'm sure there is a degree of people that still enjoy that. And, right. you know, but <clears throat> I've moved on and I'm in a different place to what I was all those years ago. So so that's, that was my thought for the first 25 minutes. And then, do you know what? As they, because they say, like, the, the, the plot's pretty, it's out there, right? Like, um, mm. uh, Randall has a heart attack. Right. Like, just like Kevin Smith. Um, and it makes him see oh, well, yeah. the world differently, just like Kevin Smith. As so mm-hmm. Randall decides to make a film of his time working in a convenience store. Oh. And they make clerks, basically. Oh, oh no. Oh, like there's a, there's a tiny bit of me that wants to go, that's awesome. I don't think it's awesome at all. There, there, I, feel, it, I, feel, I feel quite... So, and, and what's actually, do you know what's mm. clever is a lot of the bit part players they got in the original film. No, but a lot of the bit part players that they got in the original film come back to do their okay. same roles in the new right. film. 
And that's kind of funny. Like, so there's some kind of smart bits in it. And do you know what what it is, though? By the end of the film, it kind of wins you over. You kind of, it's not funny. There's about two good jokes in the whole film. But the idea of it, and knowing this was inspired by Smith's own near-fatal heart attack. Yes. And and that, that idea of getting super meta clerks within clerks. Yeah. And there's some funny stuff about Kevin Smith and how he made clerks. Yeah, there are some bits in it that re- so so it started off as a probable. It started off as a fucking hell. This is barely a two out of ten, uh, four, two out of five. But I'll be generous. Right. And it yeah. ended up as a solid kind of three out of five. Okay, I mean, fine. I would have thought that that's what it would be at least. You know, like yeah. But, but bear just, in mind, my this, my rating to you really is different, to right? No, no, like, I appreciate that. I just, three I just for me is a yeah. okay film. Yeah. What I, all I was going to say is, is that for me, like, I would hope that a Kevin Smith film in general as a comedy would be like, you know, a six out of ten. Like, you know, generally. Not many of his um, are, though, sadly. Well, <laughs> Like, no, Jay and Silent Bob of... is still overrated. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back wasn't very good. I, no, um, see, that's the one. You see, that's the one where I. The reason I like Jay. So, so for me, it's like it's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because for me, it's a bit like it's it's like their Cheech. And, it's like his Cheech and Chong movie, which I re, which I really like in that respect. Like I know it's not a, by any means a perfect film, uh, but I actually I did really like. Yeah, and I, it was one of the first times I actually noticed for 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 better or worse, um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, as, uh, Marshall Will and, Will and Holly, I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I re- so I really, I think it's quite funny. I find now I always feel like watching it again. And also, the other one I love, the one I love, love, love is Dogma. Yeah, like, Dogma's love, good. Love, love, Dogma's good. But you and know, like, like, I, I love Clerks and I love more rats. Yes, Chasing yes. Amy was brilliant. Dogma, yes. I enjoyed. After that, it kind of goes yeah. off the boil a there lot are some, I don't, for me. Most of them, most of them, I like. Bits of I, 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 do you know what yeah, I, but that's I go the, back like, to the one I go back to now all the time. Well, mate, like, if I get kicked in the bollocks, I like the bit where it stops hurting and tingling, and there's that moment oh, right. of release. It doesn't mean I want to get kicked in the bollocks every day, right? Liking a bit of something oh, doesn't Don't make the whole you. any good. Smith is definitely playing to his audience. Right. Um, and I can't help but think that audience must be dwindling by now because I'm on the fence with Smith. I have to say, I have to say, does he still do his tours, like his speaking tours? Because I can't yes. imagine anything I'd want to go to less now. Like, oh, they're like, quite good, actually. Like, no, no, his, his sure stuff is really good. I'm sure it's funny, but I don't have that kind of compulsion to, to, to go. Like, 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 what I'm saying is, I think when he first started doing it, it was such an interesting and friend. And the first couple of DVDs were great, you know, like... Great. In fact, I think I saw one of them live myself. Actually. I think he does more but, of his podcasts than anything now. Podcasts live, right? Uh, like Hollywood know, Babylon and stuff, which is quite cool. There's a quick one. Stuff in it. I've Did just, you I just, know? I just seem to have lost my. I just seem to have lost my. Yeah, but it, it, like I said, affinity, we've grown up. Affinity, yeah, yeah. We've grown up. He hasn't. And I think that's the best way of describing it. Just quickly, did you know? The, do you know the story? They, he told this on a podcast recently. Fascinating story. Yeah. Like basically, when they made clerks. Their lawyer, when they were selling it to Miramax, basically basically said to Kevin Smith, they said, look, you should probably ask for, like, um, Jay and Silent Bob characters and keep control of them, right? Um, And and 
Smith was like, yeah, okay, whatever. It sounds like okay. Um, and Miramax basically were like, who the fuck are Jay and Silent Bob? <laughs> you know, we, we right, don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, so they signed over the rights to Jay and Silent Bob to Smith. And that's why Smith's wow. been able to put them into all of his different films. Because I mean, he canon. actually owes... But that was the lawyer, right? That was the lawyer saying... And that was Miramax basically saying, or Weinstein basically saying, we do well, not give listen, a flying fuck about those two characters. Listen, you know what that comparison is? Not on the Star same Wars. scale. But it's, yes, exactly, the merchandising rights. That's exactly and that, I think that was the parallel that he drew. But it's like, oh, you sure, know, yeah. and he said it, he said, the one thing I like about Kevin Smith, and when I listen, so, so I used to like Kevin Smith, the filmmaker more than Kevin Smith, the person. And now I like Kevin Smith, okay, the fine. person more than Kevin Smith, the filmmaker. And okay. you listen to him and some of his, he's so honest. And so I like, he's just mm. bought a cinema in Jersey where he grew up and right. renamed it Smog Castle. And they're doing live podcasts there and film festivals. So he's doing and, a Tarantino, he's, he's behind Tarantino with the new band. No, but I, he's doing it in a different way where he's running like, okay. um like he's running filmmaking competitions. And like, oh, whereas cool. Tarantino, you feel is very divorced from his audience. You know, like like Smith is very of his audience. You know, like and and yeah, so I've very much grown a a fan of Kevin Smith, the man. Good, even though I'm not so much a fan of Kevin Smith, the filmmaker. Not sure Um, I remember which which film it is I liked most last. If that makes sense. Uh, more rats. (laughs) I mean, more. Listen, more rats. I genuinely keep going back to because it really feels. It, it's it it's now falling into the same category of things like clueless. It's yeah. so ninety in a good in a really good way, like in a really good way. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously super juvenile, but it really, really, really. And I don't mean that to sound. I'm not damning it. I'm saying it's yeah, really no, juvenile, I don't mean, and I don't therefore it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Affleck so, really hates a bit of it, you know, all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god, this this I have to say this film has some superb cameos they do okay, uh cool. they, again and not to spoil anything yeah. or whatever but it, they do some um they do some uh they do a audition sequence right. for the characters in clerks right and like you get some some really interesting people pop up and do imper- do impersonations and lines like you know it was all based around the way i wasn't even supposed to be here today course, and that was yeah. the that was the one bit that actually made me fu- made me laugh i was like ah oh, uh, yeah that's that's super smart that's um so the other film I've, I've seen most recently i'll do two really quickly firstly i saw um lost boys in the cinema introduced in person by director corin hardy Oh, who used to go to my school? I think he was a year above me, if I'm correct. Yeah, he was, yes, at he the, was, uh, was a year above me. He was at, he was at the UK Action Festival. Uh, yeah, lovely before. guy. Um, really nice guy. He did. Uh, he's obviously most recently done loads of Gangs of London. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, he introduced um, he introduced the film. Seeing Lost Boys on the cinema in 4K mm-hmm. with an amazing sound system. And you forget what a fucking perfect film that is. Like yeah, the music, the it goes acting, by, the it goes characters. By so quickly. Oh my god, so it, quickly. We saw it at the Prince Chart, I want to say last year. Oh, oh, there's a few days left. I'm hoping to catch it again. Sort of in the next couple of days, I hope. Don't know if I'm gonna get time. But uh yeah, on a big screen, it's fantastic and it flies by like a bullet. It goes so yeah. quick. It's it's so lean, it's so smart, it's so clever. Mm. that you kind of you know, like it's just great um and that's all that and then the other one i saw before and we'll talk about jackie brown after you've done your film just quickly mm. but the other one is yesterday i finally got around to watching hocus pocus with the fam 
the first one. Yeah. What did we think? I think if I'd seen it of its time, I would have enjoyed right, it more. Yeah. Yeah, I think I it's that. aged. I think it's a bit ropey. It has some sure. interesting ideas. Again, it's a very lean film. Yeah, it goes by um, quick. It goes by quick. I, I, it, for me, it's got the Bette Midler problem and the Sarah Jessica Parker problem. And like, I can handle one of those problems individually but both of them in the same film. And I was just like, oh, I can't, I just, I just don't like either of them. And so right. therefore it makes the film very, very hard to enjoy when you've got Bette Midler turning up to 58. Um, <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't know what fucking film she's in. Um, I love her, but, but obviously it's Doug Jones's first uh, screen role as well, which is fun. Yeah. And, and I forgot um, Vanessa Shaw, um, that I'd seen yes. like loads of things, like yeah. like she was great, and you know there's some Thora Birch, and she's great. So mm. some really interesting stuff in it. It it didn't. I I I wouldn't say it would. I I would be generous if I gave it a six at the moment. Sure. It's probably will, leaning towards a five. I will say I think it does. Okay. It does. What I will say is I think if you if you sort of persevere you know, with Halloween with a family, I think you'll find it will become a bit of a perennial classic. Like, for example, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I don't know. National Lampoon's Loaded Vacation. You should. You should. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The overriding... Hang on, hang on. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is a film we know isn't good, but by by repeated watching at Christmas, it's Ah, like, it's an absolute... It's a standard now. You're right. You're right with a caveat. And the caveat is you had to have seen it of its time. I don't know about that. I, th- I do. don't know. Like Actually, this... I, probably, I probably did. To be fair, I probably did see it as a kid. But I yeah, and you then. probably saw Hocus no, Pocus on, on. of its time. No, I didn't. No, no, no. I only saw Pocus for the first time five years ago. No. I, um, like the overriding Christmas, feeling the of the family was, one, was no. It's something I watched as a kid. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I watched it as a kid, uh, Christmas, the Christmas one, the, the uh, vacation. Yeah. And I probably didn't see it again for, well, I don't even know. 15 years and again I want to say something like 10 years ago maybe more maybe a bit less I just we just started watching it at Christmas and it's just it's just a standard Christmas movie now I think and I love it I love it it's it's got that kind of and I know it's not good yeah I just I don't know there was nothing about Hocus Pocus that made me want to see it again I I didn't think it was funny enough I didn't think it was charming enough um I I thought you don't like the child deaths I mean, I'm always down with a bit of child death, a, Ross. In a kid's movie? <laughs> uh, back in the days when we could make dark kid's movies, right? Yeah, exactly. So those are my two. So over to you, sir. Right, then. So excluding uh, Halloween. Anything Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Hmm. Um, okay, no, actually, actually, okay. So, so there's one I can't really... So, okay, so there's... So the most recent, recent film I saw non-Halloweening yep. uh, I watched 10 minutes off and turned off it's an action film called Black Hat, Blackout starring Josh Duhamel 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 is it Josh Duhamel I really don't know Duhamel that sounds a bit weird anyway um, I, 10 minutes and 10, just immediately turned it off. yeah fuck that um, and then the most recent recent film I've seen is a film called Blade of the 47 Rodin um <laughs> So, 
if I read my letterboxed account literally, because, okay, I want to like this one. I'm supposed to like it. I will say that, did you ever see 47 Rodin, the, 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 the Keanu? No. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It wasn't yes. very good. It was like, oh, it was is this a sequel to that? It is a sequel to that. Who the but fuck is, wanted a sequel to that? But it, but it is in no way an actual sequel to that. It's a completely different story. I actually, to be fair, I gave it a six out of ten when I watched. I think I gave it a five. I think like there, there are bits that are good. It's just weird about how Keanu is just shoehorned into it. Yeah, he's in his own movie, and then there's another movie going on around it. And blah blah blah. I think you could probably say that film is okay, except for again all the CGI and all that shit. Um. The good on this film. There's a really, really good cast. You've got like the cast course, you've got Dustin Gwen, you've got I can't remember any of them now. But it's it's really, really the cast are <laughs> it's a really cast good are, cast. I just can't remember. But them. the cast are I can't remember any of them now. The cast are for real. Oh Mike Moe's in it. He's really good in it. Like the cast are genuinely very good. They are good actors and martial artists and all of that stuff for the most part. There's a few performances that you might be like, oh please just stop them talking. Um, but that's not necessarily their fault. That might be the script or... Yeah. yeah. And... Okay, so just back to the Letterboxd review. I, I want to like it. I'm supposed to like it because it's totally aimed at, you know. Uh, I, I know people involved with it and people who worked on it, so I want to be supportive. And it does have good bits. Okay, just... There are some good but again, bits. can we... Right, can we just... This whole it has good bits thing. No, no, that's what I mean. No, no, dude, this is just it, me. This it's is such a damning with faint praise thing. It, no, it really, no, it really is. No, no, it really is damning it with faint praise. It does have some good bits, but the whole thing seems, and I, you know, I shouldn't be able to say this about a film. This is kind of what I'm getting to. It literally seems rushed. The film seems rushed. It's badly lit. Like it's it's lit. In a way, but I think it's supposed to be super stylish with like neons and all of that stuff. But it doesn't look right. And there's like shadows. It it doesn't look like it's been done properly or it's been done really quickly. Yeah. The cinematography is flat. I hate talking like this. The cinematography is flat. And the editing is really in places. Well, you shouldn't notice the editing, should you? So, particularly some of the action. And I don't want to spend too long on any of this shit, but. Right, more and more fight scenes these days. I don't know if you agree with me. More and more fight scenes in films are now just starting to look like what we call previs. <clears throat> it literally looks like someone's grabbed a camcorder and filmed it and done it and not necessarily got everything they needed to get, if you see what I mean. So there are these weird like jumpy cuts, there are these weird bits where it doesn't really work, there are reactions that don't... I mean, literally, it's like... When we were students uh- at Bazvik... We would yeah. have actually gone, we're going to cut that bit out. It doesn't work. That, that yeah. doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. Why is that in there? And I can't give it a higher score than, than I gave it like two out of five. It, it, it's probably one and a half out of five, actually. Um, here's a, so here's a, so here's, let me give you something that really explains how I feel about the film. And I know this is going to sound a bit weird. The film, I think, is set over four or five days. I think. It feels like yeah. in a timeline. It feels like set up about four or five days, and not one character. I, I, I want someone to counter me if I'm wrong. Not one character ever changes any of their clothes. 
So uh, I don't think I I've should, ever noticed that I as should, a criticism of a film should, before. I, well, what I'm saying is I shouldn't notice that. If I'm yeah. enjoying myself, I wouldn't be given a shit. And I was just kind of going, I must all stink. Like I, I know how that's I was just watching it going, this is really not a good film. Like it's just Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't notice that. So anyway, that's Blade of the 47 running. And I've seen, the reason why I'm saying this stuff is, again, I've seen things alone. It's an amazing movie. All fights are brilliant. And, and I'm like, as I like to call it, the Scott Adkins factor. You put, and I know Scott's not in this, but generally you put Scott no, in a film and there's enough fans of Scott out there that whether the film is good or not, and sometimes it's yeah. good, sometimes it's yeah. not. Like, I mean, Axe of the Man it, 2 is great. I watched Axe of the Man 2. Axe of the Man 2 is so much better. Like, streets ahead of this but you get like i I don't get this kind of this this kind of you know overly effusive praise of people for the the, it drives me mad anyway okay cool i don't think we need to talk about that anymore what's your what's your old film that you've seen right now on the complete opposite side of the world by the way if you can hear banging if you can hear banging in the background, my neighbours are having work done. They decided that Sunday is a good day to do banging and, and do building work. So, yes. So, excuse Mr. Podcast listeners, if you can hear banging in the background, that's just my neighbours. I can't, Brilliant. but, you know, who knows. So, on the complete flip side of the world, in terms of quality and everything else and entertainment value, Niffy and I watched The Three Amigos. <laughs> hey! And it was, it was a rocking good time. Love The Three Amigos. I mean, funniest, it, again... It gets funnier, gets funnier every time I watch it. Talk about, talk like about technically terrible films. Right, well... The Three I, Amigos is a terrible know, film. But I feel like but I feel like all of that's on purpose. When you look at the fakes, there's that bit where they do the, the lullaby song, uh, where they sing yeah, yeah. that obviously fake set with a fake character, sort of a talking turtle, a turtle or tortoise or whatever. Like it, I, I think all of those things are purposefully bad. I don't, I don't think there's anything, you know. Yeah, I look. I think it's listen, uh... my little buttercup when they do my little buttercup. <laughs> and again, as a kid, so here's the thing: as a kid, I laughed a bit in this movie, and I went, "It was alright." Every time I see it, it gets better and better, and I notice more things, like little things, the stuff between Martin Short and Steve Martin, where you kind of go, "They're still working together today on stuff." And Chevy Chase, Niffy points out, Chevy Chase. Taking, considering we know sort of somewhat of his difficulties to perhaps work with or whatever, or his persona, he he plays a very like unvain role in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, but he's I, like I think that's stoo- probably he's a, stoo- he's a stooge, which is very rare for him when you look at his movies. Yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't play dumb in films. I just mean he really is like the butt in a, in a number of these shows in a, in a great way. In a great yeah. Way. Um. The action scenes when they're there are good fun. There's some really good stunts in it. Joe yeah. Montagna as Flugelman makes me laugh my ass. It's it's a good and film. And then came it's... Amigos, Amigos, Amigos. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a good film. I used to I used to have it on VHS. I used to watch it yeah. loads when I was younger. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. it's a good film. Yeah, I I, I yeah. like. I, I think that's a that's a. That's a great one. By the way, um, before we move on, um, my local kind of, there's a local uh, theatre cinema just up the road from me in the Halsham Pavilion. It's an old school theatre and cinema that's been around for years. And every every month they do film club. Now, a mutual acquaintance of ours, uh, Jonathan Glendening, um, is often to be seen there because I think he's local to Halsham. Um, And they've released the first seven films for next year. January's Amelie, 
February is Bullet, Casablanca, what? The Sting, Alien, Bonnie and Clyde, and Some Like It Hot. The Sting is essential. Yeah, the Sting is I, a film, but I, it's that is I, I would absolutely if Prince Charles so film, may well have done. I I'm going to make an admission here. Hmm. I've not seen The Sting. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's on my brilliant. list of the ones to go to. It's captivating. It's a really great movie, dude. So I've never, I've, I've never seen Casablanca all the way through. Oh, uh, because it like was I a. Probably, I feel like I probably have. I'm, I mean, I think it may have been on when I was, you know, when I was a kid. Running yeah, it's one of those shows, films I don't that remember it. that I describe as a um, media studies film that yeah. I would have watched bits of Casablanca, but I've never watched all of Casablanca. It's entirely so, possible it was on in your lounge when you were a kid as well. You yeah, know, you know, exactly, fun. exactly. So so for me, those are essential films to watch. Good. Yeah. Okay, look, let's just listen really quick. I don't think we need to go on this too much. Um, I want to talk about Jackie Brown. Uh, we watched it again. And my uh, wife was not a fan previously. She'd only seen it once, probably when it came out. Um, we sat down and watched it on Friday night for lack of anything to watch. Um, I literally went onto my Netflix watch list and it was there. And I'm like, there we go. That's the one. And we watched it and she loved it. She thought it was great. I once again stand by the fact that it is Tarantino's best film. Now, I'm going to qualify this. His flashiest film is Pulp Fiction. And it's a flashy film. And That's his tour de force. It is a tour de force. I think think you can say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is getting there to that as well. I think... think Close. But, you know... What what, what I mean is it hasn't been out long enough to... No. So so Pulp Fiction is... Kind of neck and neck. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is, I disagree big time, but I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't think it's got anywhere near the class of Pulp. But anyway, talk about that another day. Pulp Fiction, you know, it is flashy. It's, yeah. it's peak Tarantino in terms of kind of like of his, his style. And his shit. Shit. Everything he wanted to throw into a film, basically. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs is is like a, a raw and brutal and gritty and dirty and kind of like down and dirty film and like that has its place as well but jackie brown devoid of a lot of the shit of tarantino and we've talked about this yep. before all of yeah. his worst indulgences his impulses and his, yeah, his indulgence and the fact that it's having it's an adapted material as well yeah yeah like yeah inverted commas original material yeah and it's two and a half hours it's still two and a half hours long Thanks, but it fly by quickly yeah. There is not a scene in that film that has more than three people in it that I can remember. Sounds right. I don't remember specifically. Like, and what I mean by that is, and why I, I specify that is because it makes it intimate. Yeah, of course it does. It makes it so intimate. And it like, like most scenes are, that I does think sound most right. scenes are. That does sound right to me. I think, yeah, like there's a bit. Where maybe the last scene where mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson gets shot no, no, because no, because it's still only Samuel L. Oh, yeah, maybe right at the end when they come out of the doorway. Yeah, because the two cops come out. There's still only five of them. Yeah. So it's a really, every scene in that film is intimate. Every scene is lean as well. I never feel like, I know it's two and a half hours. I never feel like a scene goes on too long. I never feel like, it never feels like it's check out. Look, he does the touch of evil shot, which is fucking amazing. The shot where he gets that, but that's fucking amazing. Like, like I never feel like this. That film, any one scene goes on where you're going. Listen, my my key example is in Glorious Bastards. That opening scene, I still say, should be no more than ten minutes long. I, I, just, oh, I know just that it's overindulgent. I know, I know people. I, I know people love it. I, I, fine. I'm not even saying it's bad. It's not bad. It's. I don't find it tense. I find it 
excruciating. Yeah. So, so what I'm getting at is there is none of that in Jackie Brown. Like Jackie Brown to me, no. at two and a half hours is lean, which is yeah. interesting. Shouldn't and you be. hang out, you get to know the characters because it of the way. Anyway, well. yeah. anyway the, the point, I think the point I, would, I was just trying to make is that mm. I've converted one more person um, to this film being just perfect. The fact that, like, the fact that Miffy and I could go to the Pitch House Central and see the 25th anniversary and see it on the big screen it was just wonderful. I remember seeing it. Seeing, it was just wonderful to see on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it on the big screen first time round, and it was just like so amazing. The just, opening shot is incredible. The opening shot is incredible, and it's just her standing on a travelator. I I put a shot it's from incredible. the opening shot on Facebook, oh, yes. yeah. and Jude Poyer, yeah. Um, yeah. he said, "I can actually hear this still." Yeah. I can actually hear this yeah. still. And that is so it's good. Testament. It's testament. It's yeah. testament. Yeah. It's because te- I literally can hear that. You show me, you put put that scene on. Also, it, I think it's Tarantino's best soundtrack or dude, as well. Or I think it probably is too, actually, given. given and, and the fact that the soundtrack is actually wrapped into the story of the Delphonics. Yes. It's wrapped into the story. That is extraordinary. And also, the final thing with uh, Across 110th Street while, very, while she's in the. Oh. That is. Um, oh. Is um, oh oh, and on that on that, I know I posted on your Facebook for anyone listening who has any interest. There is a podcast about Pam Grier's, uh, like creators. Um, bear me one second. I never remember the name of it because they've done all these different stuff. The plot thickens. Cool. You can get it anywhere you get podcasts. They've done these previously. They've done so many amazing. Like they're all worthless. They did the bonfire of vanities. They're making. I think I might have mentioned that before. This current season, and it's just just started. It's all about Pam Grier. And it is, nice. yeah, I promise you, you, dude, if you're driving on the track, whatever, you will fucking dig it. It's so good. It's so good. Nice. Huge. Particularly for the Jackie okay. side of it. Well, look, let's, um, so you have, oh, so no, sorry. Oh, fuck. We haven't even got to 31 days of Halloween yet. Let's just quick, very quickly oh, talk Black Adam. News, news yes. came out this week that James Gunn is officially now in charge of the newly rebranded DC Universe. It's not two of them, isn't there? There's some other guys. Well. Yeah, and he's co-producer. Yeah, he's producer yeah, on yeah. Um, uh, Peacemaker. And yeah. do you know what? Oh, that's if, right. Yeah. If if you're going to give it to anyone, Gunn is probably the right person. And all of a sudden, for the first time, I feel a little bit more positive about this. Buoyed on mostly by one piece of news. Mm. Superman is going to be back mm. and it's going to have a lighter tone. Because Henry Cavill yeah. is actually yeah. a good Superman. He's a really good Superman. We, like I said before, we have not seen his Clark Kent yet. No. We really haven't seen Clark Kent yet. And, and we've, mostly seen, we've mostly seen a depressed Superman. Yeah. As well. <laughs> sad rather Superman. than an, opt- rather than we, an optimistic Superman. Because we've had sad Superman, sad Batman... Well, um, like I said before, with with my problem with Batman is just before it came out was you can't have a grim Batman and a depressed Superman. The whole <laughs> point is they're chalk and cheese. You need one to be the beacon of optimism. Even yeah. I mean, he can still be grounded and a bit more. Real. He can still be a realist, but he, but but an optimist who like looks forward to a better future because he doesn't fucking kill anyone except they made him kill someone in the first movie, which was always a problem for me personally. Yeah, but then um, Batman doesn't kill anyone. And look how many people Batman kills in no, those fucking but, movies. But what I, but what, but what I'm saying, He's literally machine gunning people what, from what the I'm Batmobile. Saying, oh, yeah, no, I know. But what I'm saying is if you're going to make them polar opposites, great. 
like if he could and also batman's older and probably gone i have to start killing some of these pricks they never come they never go away yeah, yeah. But, I, I, i'm with what you saying, what i'm saying is if, you, if you're if you're gonna darken batman down even more you absolutely have to have the polar opposite of superman it's yeah. fucking absurd so anyway so blah, blah, blah. but you're right it's it's fabulous news and are we going to mention the scene uh oh, no but there right, is a scene okay, that links into this in Black Adam in yes, case people haven't seen yes, it. Yes, um, yes, look, yes. my my one sentence review of Black Adam, um, it ranged from being a four out of four out of ten or mm. two out of five mm-hmm. to a maybe a seven out of ten, uh, a yep, three point okay. five out of five, and I landed it at a six because there are some bits of it yep. I kind of enjoyed. There are some bits of it that I kind of didn't enjoy. Um, there are a lot of it that made no fucking sense whatsoever. Um, I think that's partly because, yeah, agree with me or not, I'm convinced that around 40 to 50% of this movie's dialogue was ADR. I think they made huge... I I might be wrong, but so much dialogue was on other people's faces, on the backs of people's You're heads, right. Off camera, Is that classic? Like lots, it was noticeably. But you know what, though? It does lead to it not making sense. A lot of it doesn't make sense. It's definitely got a weird change of pace in the last third not even weird it's definitely a, a huge change of there's a scene in the middle that should be at the end of the movie and things like they're just really but i think i said to you myself i've given it a six out of ten because there's definitely eight, eight out of ten moments in the film like yes. even sex sections even but there are definitely three out of ten sections in the film primarily without getting jumping up too much the stupid red cgi demon at the end which was really stupid and shit <laughs> When it should have been the bad guy, the bad guy who wants the crown without getting into all of it, it should have been a bad guy Shazam with the crown. Have the whole Shazam out. thing. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why do you need him to turn into a red thing? What the fuck is that shit? It's ch- it's childish in a way that just doesn't. It doesn't the whole Shazam anything. thing makes no sense no, at all. That's part of the problem. That's it's so weird. That like like the whole Shazam thing makes no sense whatsoever. Doesn't make any sense. I liked the twist when we find out who he really is. I thought that was really well done, in fact. Um, and it mostly works because Sarah Shahi's fucking great in it. And by the way, this is one of the films where I think the Rock is actually very good in it. But, Ross, but the I Rock do... is good in all of his films. No, he's not. Yes, no, he that's is. That's absolutely not true. No, he does. Yes, some he's action. good in them. No, the films might be shit, but he's no, got charisma. No, what did someone I, say? I, I, I listen to a podcast about this, and they are absolutely right. Like The Rock is the most charismatic film star. Doesn't ever. make him a good actor. In the, well, in the world, it doesn't make. He doesn't make half of the. Tom Cruise is not a great actor, but he's charismatic as fuck. I wouldn't yeah, necessarily Tom, say Tom, Tom Cruise is a great Cruise, actor, right? In general, movies, barring a couple of movies, though, the cleverness with Tom Cruise is both barring a couple, for example, The Mummy or whatever. Most of the films have been sculpted around Tom Cruise. So Tom Cruise, I agree. Like he needs to push himself more. He's he's done better performances in his younger days. Look at him. Oh God, he, he, he's Pugan played men, the same role the firm, in ten. The Firm. Yeah. Pugan Men and Firm. He is acting in those films. Rain Man, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Although it's not my favorite film, but his performance. No, is but very he, much he under, acts. But he's very yeah. much underrated in that. I agree. But he acts in it. Like Tom Cruise hasn't and, acted in yeah, years. I, I, I agree. I, I, I can't disagree with you. I think he has his moments. But I think he's the rock. Been, he's almost I in think, modes rather than. Yeah, I think the rock is does try to mix things up. He doesn't always get it right. The I films think, aren't I always right. Last, I would suggest that for the last nearly ten years, the rock hasn't tried. Oh, Ross, you're you're just wrong. No, because no, because I remember films where he really did 
Like, she's really clearly... Yeah, ugly. like, again, you look back at some of his early films, like Walking Faster. Tall and... Faster. Faster. And it's in some of his great. early films, is, there's some, there's some is, great performances. He is, and I, and I no reservations, he's great in Faster. But he's also he's great a really in... really good actor in it. But he's also great in Jurassic... Oh, not Jurassic World, fucking hell. Jumanji. Oh, no, 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 listen, I'll go with Jumanji. No, I, I like the first one. The second one's a bit there. But the first one... No, I'll go with you on Jumanji. No, I, I, I agree. I think also, good. he's good in... If you watch Ballers, far, he's great in far. Ballers. Like, I, I, that show kind of went a bit... But, but, but with Jumanji... And this is not to take away from him, by the way. He was good in Jungle Cruise. No, he was The film was crap, but he was no, good he in wasn't. it. No, I'll tell you who was good in Jungle Cruise was Jack Whitehall. Yes, he was. He was really but he was good. decent in Jungle Cruise. Red Notice, mm. yeah. You know, but he was good as Crypto in Super Pets. He was good as Crypto, so I'll give you that. Yeah. So, so like, like, there's maybe a couple of bad rock films. I think there's like that. Like Hobson Shaw, you know, Awful. but I don't think Awful. that was his fault. But that's not his fault. I'm not blaming. No, Baywatch not was uh, was hey, probably hey, the on, one hey, I'd hey. give you on this one, by the way. <laughs> by the way, Baywatch, I'm, I'm like, saying, yeah, no. On. I'm not saying it's the rock's fault. You're right. It is at least partly the material, and it's at least partly the director, and it's at least it's partly, 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 partly. So I'm not going to disagree with you. You're right. A number of the films themselves have been a problem, and it's been a significant number of films in the last, let's say, six, seven years. It's not because I've just I've just gone through most of them, and the only bad films, unarguably bad films in that time, right? What the fuck? He's starring in a remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Oh no, that's been going on for a while, though. Please no. Um, the only well, so, like, go, really Black like Adam is okay. Red Notice. I don't it's think awful. anyone came it's out of that awful. all right. Jungle awful. Cruise was. Okay, as a film, quite like that. No, Jumanji okay. next. Okay, I'll say I'll say Jungle Cruise was okay. Yeah, it's fine. Jungle uh, Jumanji the next level was fine. It was okay. Ballers Ram, was Ram, really Rampage. good. Um, no, no, not yet. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. No, Ballers awful. was great. Hobbs and Shaw. It wasn't awful. No. Hobbs and Shaw was awful. Yeah. Um, Skyscraper was not 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 my favorite, but you know Rampage. I thought it was Rampage was fun. Jumanji yeah, was good. Yeah, I'm not saying those films. Jumanji was good. Yeah. Uh, Baywatch. Mm. Awful. But then you've got Fast and Furious 8. You've got Moana, Central Intelligence. You've got San Andreas. Hang on, hang on. Central Intelligence was terrible. Yeah, it was. I didn't even finish terrible. it. Terrible. But, like, but that's not most of his films. We, I think we're agreeing that a lot of his films are at least entertaining. And do you know what? I'm happy with watching. That doesn't mean he's good. That doesn't mean that he's good in them. I can say, but he is good in them. He, they're good. He's good in them because we might be, we might be discussing a different interpretation of the word "good." He's good in them because he's what makes the film entertaining. Nine out of ten times, nine out of ten times, I can watch a bad film with The Rocket. I can't watch a bad film with Vin Diesel, and that's a big fucking difference. Oh, I. Listen, I'll go with you on that. His charisma, yeah, but any actor, right? Even a bad Tom Cruise on, film. But I think the problem is here, I don't fall for the charisma. I don't but, fall for him doing a you fucking are, eyebrow. No, no, but, but you are a shit. very small amount of the global population. Of course. Hey, listen, he, listen, who gives a fuck what I think? He's got billions of people <laughs> on his Instagram. But, but, but I mean, who gives a fuck? You're right. He could do whatever I think you have more an China. issue with Rock as it's a like, person, and that's bleeding into Rock the actor. 
And I get it. The rock is everywhere, and even sometimes I'm just like, well, I probably have a problem. I probably have a problem with the brand. I don't. I don't know the person. Yeah, but that's what I mean by him. Yeah, I I could. I could agree with that. Yes. But I think that's you have more of a problem with that than than films. I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna go back on saying the films. I think he was bad in. I genuinely think he was bad in. I, know, not, I, I can't it's, think of many films it's, it's, he's because, been Because if I was that bothered about it, I wouldn't like him in Black Adam. And I he was like even okay in Red Notice. He was no, okay. Really. The film was no. shit, but he was okay. No, I think everyone was bad in it. Everything was bad about that film. Anyway, um, look, Black yeah. Adam... Tune it's, in it's, next week for yeah, part two. Of- Black Adam is a is, is all right. You know, it's it had a, a couple of good moments. It didn't overstay its welcome. We watched it in the, the View Piccadilly, which is a strange little theatre. Yeah, I know. Very, very tiny. Is it the one, is it the one on Haymarket? Hay I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, literally right. down from Piccadilly okay. Station. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Piccadilly Tube. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, behind the Hard Rock, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's a bit of a strange theatre, to be yeah, fair. But what I do like about View is they don't rip you off for cinema prices for what is effectively the West End. Yeah, dude. Whereas... Seriously, we go we go to the View in um, the Stratford Westfield. Super reasonable. Yeah, like, it's like, so, like nine pound a ticket. It's fucking cheaper than Eastbourne. Oh, oh dude, come to Stratford. It's six pound. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but really surprisingly do you know what? Good. Full cinema, decent yeah. sound, good visuals. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Right, you've got twenty minutes maximum to go through thirty-two <coughs> films. I'm going to explain why it's thirty-two. Films. Not, we are not going to spend that long on it. We, good. What I'll do is I'll go through them, and you just pick me up on any of them. Okay. I'm going to go from the beginning because I'll just go from the beginning and literally just stop me on any of them. Okay. okay. And if I really feel like I have to say something about one of them, I will. But... Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Okay. So, uh, day one, Sinister. Day two, Hocus Pocus. Day three, Hocus Pocus. Two. Uh, <laughs> well, we've already discussed Hocus Pocus. So. <laughs> yep. There you go. Day four, Sinister 2, which was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, which is the reason why I actually watched Sinister as well. I really enjoyed Sinister. 2. I don't even know if I've seen Sinister. Sinister 2. What I like about Sinister 2, and Sinister has a a germ of this but Sinister 2 does it much better it goes very Children of the Corn uh, it's really, okay. it's, oh. in, a, in a good way in a really good no, way no I gave it I 7 like. out of 10 the first one so I oh, probably no, probably have seen it better. Sinister I gave seven, seven, Sinister was a film with, oh, let's not spend too much time on it. I might have seen it before I don't remember liking it as much and I remember thinking it was uh, Kevin Bacon not Ethan Hawke which is really funny <laughs> but we said that last time well that's but no, embarrassing now Sinister 2 isn't as good as Sinister but it's really really worth watching okay anyway Day 5 The Gift it's been a very long time since I've seen that The for, Gift for Sam, the Sam Raimi Sam Ra- movie yeah Sam Raimi one. Oh, that's an interesting movie. film solid film solid it's film. Not, not great as, not great but... no I put that it's got it. I gave it 6 but it's really interesting. And what it has got is a really nice American Gothic feel. That yeah, style, Kay- Katie Holmes Gothic. is very good in that. Yeah, she is. Rarely. No, she Something really she, is. No, she you is. rarely say about Katie Holmes, bless her. So day six, Niffy, myself and a friend, Dieter, we went to see uh, the faculty at the Prince Charles Cinema. Hey, the faculty's great. Really enjoyable. Really enjoyable. Story. It's a really interesting mishmash of the thing and, um, and uh, body snatches. I don't think the they faculty do. gets enough praise. It's really fun. It's definitely, what's interesting is it's quite, in some places, given that it was a proper budget film, it's kind of weirdly lo-fi. And fucking Josh Harner, that year, having that and H2O, like the same year, what an introduction to Josh Harner. He's very good. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're all really good at it. They're really good at it. And I Robert need to watch Patrick's that again. Too. I haven't seen the, um, the faculty in years. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. It was more, it was, yeah, it was definitely worth it. Uh, 
uh, day seven, uh, I saw. Did I, did I see it? With, I saw it with my friend Cheryl. Uh, we saw Smile. Yes, which, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing that. Actually, okay. So I won't. I won't go into it too much. My fear of watching the trailer is that it doesn't. It, but it wouldn't land, and it doesn't land. But but it is worth seeing. And the first fifteen minutes will convince you that it's fantastic. Because the first example of yeah, I, I hear it kind of incredible. it it kind of the pivots. first fifteen are really good and it's still it's solid and i i had this sinking feeling from the trailer hoping i was wrong pardon me <clears throat> the final act just doesn't work but you, you won't be bored by it it's perfectly entertaining okay um and, it, and it's got a good it, it, it mostly works uh day eight uh a shorter one here we watched we and if you know watched werewolf by night which we really ah, enjoyed. is that any good really enjoyed it and michael giacchino the composer directed it and it's a proper oh it's a proper black and white 90, like Universal Monsters style take on it. It's really nice. interesting. It's only an hour. You're, I, I definitely will. I, it, it is, barring No Way Home, <clears throat> it's the only good thing that Marvel have done in Phase 4. I'd stand by that. It's a Ms. Marvel was good. good. What? I, Ms. Okay, Marvel was I'll, good. And okay, I actually meant She-Hulk, okay. sorry. But, okay, well, uh, I haven't seen both. Marvel, so I can't, to be fair, I can't comment on this Marvel. She-Hulk was fun. I can't call it good. Well, we can talk about that another time. It was fun. And I'd watch season two, but there are problems. <clears throat> In terms of really good, I think it's No Way Home and We Will Find Out. I was pleasantly impressed. Um, okay, so day nine, we watched The Addams Family. Uh, the, for live action, Raul, Julia, and uh, of course, Jimmy Houston, which is wonderful. So, day 10, Halloween, the, the, the 2018. Uh, Miffy, Miffy okay. came in halfway through it and liked it more than I think she thought she was going to. She didn't watch all of it. She, we're we're going to get onto the, we're going to get onto that yeah, conversation we will, we will, now, aren't we? we yeah, will. we'll try to <laughs> yeah. keep, we'll keep it fairly brief. But well, good. Um, it's easy. Halloween, you are you are has, like you are spectacularly wrong, um, and I'm absolutely I right. And I don't often I be arrogant you, and say that. But you I, are so no, wrong. I just I know on this that you will reevaluate it. No, there is no 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 no. No, that I, I know you will. like like, and I said this to you on a text. I will you will you reevaluate things like Mad Max Fury Road because sure. everyone tells you it's good. Not one person, other than you that I know, not one person has said. Everyone else was less complimentary about Halloween Ends than I was, and I I've was like, about, but it's I've seen fine. the, I've seen, I've seen a, a genuine. <coughs> 50-50 split ish. I've seen. I've seen genuinely. I. Well, I have. I've seen all, all the people I know that are actual horror film 50, 50. fans so, have all so, gone. So. It's 50, 50. fucking trite. No, and no, I'm like, I haven't seen that it's. Before. It's. I gave it a five. Oh, we'll get to it in a second. But it's yeah, okay. So, so but just quickly, Niffy has a real problem with the original Halloween. She just thinks she doesn't understand why people don't. I, I, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but. She's like, just run away from him. Why? why he's a guy with a well, That's every slasher film, right? No, no. It's, I mean, this one's like, no, but I, I sort of get it. Anyway. But no, she, I think she, from what she saw of this one, she seemed to, she didn't see all of it. She did seem to quite think some of it. Now, okay. day 11, Niffy and I watched The Train to Busan, which is fucking amazing still. Absolutely Train to amazing. Busan is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. And I still need to watch Soul Station and Peninsula. I'm going to try and squeeze those in um, somewhere. Like, yeah. The second one... Uh, the second one. I just feel like I should. I just feel like I should watch it. That's all. So yeah. they're remaking day, it, aren't they? I've heard that, but they talk about stuff like that all the time. Day twelve, Halloween Kills, the extended edition, which I can oh good, certainly more of it. 
It's better. I, I, I think it's, it's great. It's not. I, I, I can't imagine in a world where that would be great. anything less than a terrible film. It's oh, the really worst of it. the three. By it is the, le- it's the least of the three. It's the least of the three. And I will say I was surprised negatively initially, but then positively. But the third film, I thought all three films were going to take place on the same night. Because to me, that would have made sense. But I, 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 I understand think... now why they didn't. This is the perfect example, right? Halloween is a decent movie. It ends killing Michael Myers and everyone's like, yeah, okay, right, that's good. What they should have done, then they announced the trilogy after the first one was successful. So blatantly, yes. they had no fucking plan whatsoever. Oh, that's fine. Most, most, we have to no, do most, uh, most trilogies. Yeah, no, hold on. No, no, I know this. But so, no, so then they make a second film, which genuinely makes no sense and tries to take Michael Myers off into a different direction. Yes. And then uh, he, he finishes it. The, by the way, he finishes Halloween Kills by slaughtering a load of people and looking like an absolute fucking beast killer, right? Yeah, yes. Then they start the next film by Michael Myers fucking off for four years or whatever it is and, and basically yeah. just sitting in a cave. So that makes no yes. sense whatsoever. What they should have done, I agree. What I they should have done. I agree with that. My pitch for this is ha- he dies, or supposedly dies at the end of one, right? Yeah. Halloween two, and I shouldn't have made a third one. Halloween two should be about the fact that his leg, he he survived the fire, but his yeah. legacy died. People are no longer afraid of Michael Myers. It's become a joke. Well, it's like this is like Freddy yes, in um, exactly that. Take, Freddy yeah, take yeah. that. And make the yeah. whole thing where because no one really cares about him, he's lost his power. And then then yes. someone goes along, and then you take a bit of Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, and someone goes on and yeah. copycats Michael. And impersonator. Oh, I agree. yeah. And as that I, fear I, grows, I Michael idea. grows. He comes yeah. back, kills the yes. kills the guy that's impersonator, and then she yeah. has to finally kill him once and for all. That is a fucking amazing pair of I films. Agree. And are you aware? Are you aware? Now I don't remember which installment it was. It might have been six. One of the uh, yeah 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 they do a similar thing with the, were, the, the well, legend of no 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 but they, no it's a script book didn't get made for oh sorry so loads, if you listen to pardon me a superb two part podcast from um, best movies never made they have topically obviously done Halloween and yeah, they yeah. literally go through every version of Halloween all the sequels that never got made it's fantastic it's really fantastic download it um, now and it's absolutely brilliant I mean it's a great podcast anyway but but that double is very very good um, and I, I think it might be six or it might have been for four I don't remember exactly but there was an idea that there was an impo- as in five as in Friday the 13th part five there was an imposter and there was Mike like a copycat and yeah. there was Michael and one of the, the things that I say worked really well about the script having then having read it is the film never tells you who was the impo- who like which one killed people like certain people and that just sounds really whether it was executed whether it would have been executed properly as a movie is a different thing but apparently it's one of the one of the most interesting things about it is you are never made aware overall which which of the two like does the more killing or does the most creative killing or does you know who gets killed by who and uh, yeah I, I can kind of see that's kind of that's kind of an interesting idea yeah uh, so- I, listen, listen your pitch I, I think your pitch is great I, I don't disagree with that and, but you and have to take the film, but you do have to sort of take. You the do, film and, but but what, I guess what annoys me about Halloween Ends is it has that amazing opening. The yes. opening is like yes. literally. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, this is yeah. going to be 
fucking awesome. Start strong, yeah. And then, then like the whole idea of this guy kind of. By the way, sm- spoilers. This guy kind of um like Wait, gets finding my see, see, I really liked it. I do you know do you know what I liked about it? I I related initially before that before that thread of the story comes into it. I initially associated Corey with Tommy. I really yeah. I felt that Corey does have a Tommy, even though he's was... really in the movies. But he, you know, you know how look, you introduced me to horror in terms of Friday the thirteenth parts, Jason lives. Yeah. Was my first, was literally, I mean, sorry, I must have seen Lost Boys. I can't, I would have seen a few things. But yeah, but I don't think Lost horror, Boys. No, no, but in terms of watch this horror film. Yeah. That yeah. was the first thing you gave me, that anyone had given me. And the thing that worked really well is, at, at our ages, was that Thom Matthews had a bit of a, for what it's worth, like a Dudikoff-esque quality. Yeah, and, he and, does. And, and had a, but I'm just saying, if we're relating to what I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. He's so, very Dudikoff. So, and, and, and somewhat James Deeney, because they both had that as well. So he's kind of like this outsider. I didn't, remember, I'd never seen, I never knew about his stuff as a kid in the movies. I didn't know anything about it. But he was this kind of like outsider in the town. Yeah. Blame for everything. And I, lo- and I still love that to this day. But I still and think so they dropped a ball with that, Corey, by the way. Sure, but all I'm saying is I kind of somewhat associated what was happening to Corey initially and the way he kind of bonds with Jamie Lee Curtis, which I loved initially, um, with a kind of Tommy-esque journey. Yes. Like a Tommy-esque and, and, journey. And I always thought, and I, the, I think the great. best the film... Rowan, is it Rowan Campbell? I thought he was... Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Uh, the best film never made, the best horror film never made yeah. is, and I always call it Friday, uh, Saturday the 14th. Right, like, yeah. that's my pitch for it. It's it's yeah. la- final girl. Final girl wakes up after like she wakes up in hospital after like killing Jason or killing yeah. fucking whoever. But oh, I, I, Jason was my man. Jason was my my, my motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and then like you, you trace what happens to her, and then she basically becomes the Jason Voorhees. Like yeah. she 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 like. Uh, she's so fucked up that she ends up not being going to deal with life. You know, yes. she uh, effectively becomes obsessed with Jason. Then one night, like some guy like does something or doesn't even do something, but she misreads it and she kills right. him. Yes. And then all of a sudden she and like, starts she, the part. yeah, starts she gets the, the mask yeah. or she recreates yeah. and she goes and she, it, it's that kind of whole thing okay, of, the, the, so I was thought that. So this is where I thought this was going. I like, and then when they introduced Michael in a cave, I was like, it didn't need it because actually, like, yeah, and this is what Corey, I mean by just, the, just have Corey take on the, the yeah, the, and, the, and the two point. films don't work together. I see that Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends are not. If you went, if you cut out completely, cut out Halloween Kills, right, and you just had Halloween and Halloween Ends. That yeah. works together, by the way, because it goes yeah. back to that pitch of Michael's dead, right? Like Michael's disappeared. Michael's been forgotten about. Corey kills the, ends up becoming Michael, finds Michael, bringing yeah. Michael back. So actually, yeah. the exclusion of Halloween Kills makes Halloween Ends a much better film. Yeah. But Halloween kills and Halloween ends don't work. To de- it's like it's like it's like they were, de- and I think this is probably what happened. Like they were developed at the same time, 
with different people working on the script, exchanging notes by fucking post-it notes, saying, oh, we're probably going to do this. And then at some point they forgot to exchange a post-it note and there's no connecting tissue between the two. At the end of Halloween Kills, Michael is fucking going ballistic. He's unstoppable. They kill him. They fucking shoot him, stab him, run him over with a car. And then the beginning of Halloween ends, he's in a cave feeling sorry for himself, going all doom and gloom, sad Superman. And it makes, and and this is, I think this is what annoys me is that the fact that there's no continuity between the three films. They don't work as a trilogy. Therefore, you have to take them on their individual merit. And on individual merit, Halloween Kills isn't a very good slasher film because it just makes no sense. Halloween Ends isn't a very good Halloween film because it doesn't really have that. Uh, but you put Halloween and Halloween ends together and actually it's a pretty decent film story-wise that runs through it does that make sense it does make sense and I I understand it I I, look I like them all on their own merits I I really do I absolutely understand I think we talked about this before I absolutely understand why people wouldn't like particularly the middle film I, I, I do see it and I see why the third film would absolutely some of it would turn people off in terms of like say him being weakened in a cave, and I absolutely, I, I totally see reasons. But only because it makes no sense in in the, no, no, the world I they've created. I, I get, I get that. I'm, I'm not even going to deny it, actually. But I absolutely enjoy all three of them. Like, mm. like, so I'm not standing there. I'm not standing there saying this bit's good. This bit, I can absolutely no. acknowledge. I can absolutely acknowledge. I'm not sitting here going, they're perfect. They're definitely not. And this but, is why, by the way, I won't reevaluate them. Because I think you, I think no, I won't. I won't because they don't work. Like <clears throat> I was wrong, and everyone told me I was wrong about Fury Road. And I watched it again. And it was like, sure. yeah, instantly. But there's not one thing about any of these Halloween films that would ever make me want to watch them again. There's not even there's not a groundswell of people telling me it's a great trilogy. There's not a a story yeah. that I kind of. There's not great action. There's not great horror. There's not. I great think the set. Effects. I think the set. I think no. I think the set pieces are really good. I think all but there, there is nothing good. happens in the second one for an hour. In the third one, sorry, the third one, I, third one I for an hour. I don't think that's true. No, no literally, that's true. after the kid dies, it's about 45 minutes that until there's another death. That whole bit was... I, but it's not about... It's not just about people No, dying. but that's what these films are about, Ross. They're slasher no, 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 films. No, it's not, no, of course they are. But each film takes a different approach so, to what it is. And I so like would you be happy with an action film with just one, with no set pieces for 50 minutes? No, because what you're doing there is generalising it. I, I agree. Like, don't get me wrong. In an action film, I want to see action. However... And in a horror go, film, I want to see I'll, horror. I'll, hang on, hang on. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a semi-solid comparison here. If you're talking about an action film with not too much action. Look at History of Violence. History well, of Violence only has a sort of... A, but it's a not an action film. Head. Well, it is kind of an action. No, it's, an action it's not. Thriller. It's not. It's not it an is. action film. There's, lo- there's action in it, like, and there's yeah, but there's, there's, there's action in Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, but nowhere. Yeah, but nowhere near. But, but hang on, this is that, that's not quite the same thing because no, no. But I, I'm being I'm being flippant. I'm being yeah, flippant. And, but well, I mean, history of violence is not an action. You're probably the only person that would ever call that an action film. I don't yeah, but there's action in everything. There's action in. I would call it an action. No, but I would. I don't think I'm out of line to call history of violence an action thriller. There's, there's action. Like, there's action in Encanto. So do you call do you call Encanto yeah, an not. action comedy? No, but of course not. But that's not comparable. <laughs> but not comparable. Okay, hang on. Let's let's go back further. Psycho. Psycho has almost almost no horror in it. Yeah, no. But people get killed nearly, from pretty nearly, much. But nearly no horror. 
nearly no killing it nearly none but i don't think i i never think as psycho as a horror film i think as psycho is, is a slasher it film is, yeah. okay, no it's, uh, it's a slasher film. film okay okay well if it's a slasher film like two people get killed but it, it, I'm, just it's, saying, I'm just saying this very yeah little, but if you but have to go back for if you have to go back 50 years no, to prove dude, a point i'm just saying i'm just saying a good film could be a good film could be a yeah. good film you could have you could have a film that changes Any, what it is you know anyway let me get this back on track if you're talking formula, I understand that. I'm not this people. And that's what these films are. It's they sh- they're they formula, to, right? But hang on, but they don't have but none of them. No, but to. they don't have to be when they are. Halloween twenty eighteen doesn't have much killing in it initially. It takes a long time for it to get going. Well, no, it doesn't. It's the great. podcasters that like go in and then Jason then Jason escapes like after twenty minutes. It's about half an hour. Yeah, but that's still better than fifty five or fifty odd minutes where I you're just going. I don't. It, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was because I'm pretty sure I timed it because I'm like, okay, is this well, fucking film it. ever going to get I going? Enjoy, I was enjoying it enough, but I didn't. Anyway, that. right. So Halloween Kills. What was after Halloween Kills? Was it the next day Halloween ends? I was still doing that. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> so Halloween Kills. Uh, day 13, Vampires versus the Bronx. Okay. Yeah, good funny, film, that. I like that. Fun enough. Very lean running time, so that was fun. Uh, day 14, Niffy and I watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in Brighton when I proposed to Bodies, stuff. Bodies, Bodies, which was fine. Great as well. fucking so ending. <laughs> yeah, and you got engaged as well. Congratulations. Yeah, a great you, fucking you. ending to Bodies, Bodies, Amazing Bodies. Amazing ending and a really good... And again, I could use Bodies, Bodies, Bodies as a similar example of like uh, formula bending, if you like. But it, I really enjoyed that movie. I, I, um, my, my problem with Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is simply that if you make a film where all the characters are unlikable and you want everyone yes. to die... I don't think and... I want people to die, though. I think it's more no, like I did. caring if they die. No, I, I literally... <laughs> I, I was like... I, I was willing people to die in that film. Okay. And and what, what you're left with is a film where you don't connect with anyone and therefore... I lost an emotional engagement with the film. However, it was, I think I gave it a six. It was okay. I love the fucking end. The ending yeah, was amazing. The ending, the payoff to that film was that really does land. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah just beautiful. To the point where I was like, I did not see that coming. Fuck yeah. me. That was amazing. Yeah. It's very clever. Genius. When you realize, when you realize what's actually happened, it's yeah. yeah. Genius. Um, so day fifteen, if you know, I watched Adam's Family Values, which is splendid still. Yep, good film. I'll be the victim. Oh, your life! That's so fucking. Good. Also, just the fact that every time they say pubert for the baby, it makes me laugh incredibly like, <laughs> hard. Pubert, pubert. Um, uh, put your hand up if you're looking forward to the Wednesday TV series. No, I'm, uh, half, half. When was the last time Tim Burton made anything good? I'm just, I'm just. Let's watch the first one, see how it goes. No, no. But when was the last time Tim Burton oh, made anything listen, good? Listen, I fucking know, man. I'm just saying it's Adam's family. It's Wednesday. Tim Burton is in theory the right kind of person to make it. No, he he's is. he's the exact for me. He's the well, exact he wrong person. Do well, you know what? No, no. Even back in the day, he was the wrong person because everyone goes, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if Tim Burton made Adam's Family Values?" But what? You, wouldn't it be great if he made the film that ev- he's made twenty times before, but instead of no, beating of course, he's but he hasn't done, Batman he hasn't or done, yeah, all right, fine. or just, all mean, that other I fucking one with that um, Johnny Depp one, Dark. Yeah. Oh dark. fuck! Oh, I never watched it. Dark Shadows. No, I never watched. That it. was okay. utterly listen, shit. I I'm sure. In the same I, way, listen, that, I, is listen, it, listen, isn't Rob Zombie a great idea to remake the monsters? No, no, he's no. not. 
No, no. But, he, no but he really isn't that good idea at all. No, but I think at he least, was. At least, Tim, at least Tim, no, I don't think he was. Tim Burton's at least, even the films you don't like, a lot of them have been successful, whether we like it or not. So I'm just saying, I understand the idea. Whether he yeah, but so has Michael Bay's, and that doesn't make any excuse. But Michael Bay, but Michael Bay ain't going to do fucking Wednesday, Tim Burton. Listen, I'm going to watch the first one, and then it's over with all fucking out it's a surprise right it might be i can't i can't um, i have to watch three or four to be fair we saw this with, we did this with lord of the rings right like the first couple were a bit rough that. and it got that. it got okay that's not right that's 60 million dollars an episode it got okay compared to yeah. House of the dragon i mean it it fucked itself by coming out at the same time <laughs> To be fair, yeah. it's like, do you else. remember when Armageddon and Deep Impact came out at the same time? And you're and, and you're like, and, and Volcano and Dante's Peak, and, and like which one? You you remember Armageddon because Armageddon was this big balls out like Nonsense. mad as fuck, terrible <laughs> but yet quite enjoyable. Deep yeah. Impact, I can't remember a fucking thing. Um, you you remember Dante's Peak because Pierce Brosnan was really good in it and it was quite yeah. charming and it was. Good fun. No one remembers Tommy Lee Jones in Volcano because it was fucking terrible. I think. I think that is. And, I think that's and what Volcano did. What Volcano also did was preach, and yes. I think you also find that Deep Impact preached as well. Yeah, but that's like the they neither were helped by coming out at the same time, and I don't think no. Lord of, Lord of the Rings was helped by coming out at the same time as what was, you know, infinitely better. Well, yeah, and that so, last episode of House of the but, Dragon. Oh, yes. But 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 Rings of Power. Okay, I've only watched the first two. Bad is bad. No, like, no, you have bad. to get past the first two. Like, okay, but like, you can't we shouldn't have judge. To, should we? we should. Yes, of course. You can so. judge us. I've watched over a Mate, fifth of it. First three episodes of Buffy it. are not good, right? Yeah, Unobjectively no, 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 bad no, 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 TV. No, but, no, the first season isn't good. Yeah. So so if you gave up, then you'd miss a treat. First season of but Deep Space say, Nine is not great. But but the comparison between Buffy and a show that has. The most absurd resources you could possibly imagine is not an equitable. But so was Star Trek back in the day, mate. Star Trek back in the day was 1.5 million an episode. Buffy season one was a mid season replacement for a show. Yeah, but then. No money or time. But then look at Next Generation. No, but look at Next Generation. Okay, but then look at Next Generation. Terrible first season. Really bad first season. Deep Space Nine. 30 years ago. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point it's is, no, it's not. The point is, you can't pick and choose. Like, you can't say, I gave up that one after two, but yeah, you got to give Buffy a season. No, no you could have switched off on, quite hang easily. On, hang on, hang on. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but, but what I'm saying is, if you gave. It's a year old TV show. If you, no, but even at the, if you gave up after two episodes of a lot of good TV shows. Listen, no, no, no. no. Breaking hang Bad, on. the first hang couple on, of no, episodes no, no, of hang, Breaking hang Bad. On. Hang We're on, not though. brilliant. Hang on, though. You're, you're, you're completely omitting the fact that you are talking about Rings of Power as like a comparison, where Rings of Power has this incredibly rich source material, all of the stuff that has, you know, all of the Tolkien, all of the stuff. Well, that actually, it doesn't. Were, we're hoping, no. Because it only has okay, part has, of it. No, but it has a long legacy of stuff. Buffy at the time had not, had a shit film. Yeah, okay. But right, replace Buffy with. What I'm saying is Rings of Power has a huge set of, set of issues to fill just with the Jackson films. And, and you can watch the Jackson films instead of that show. I would. I would rather watch the Jackson films again. But you can't say I, that because you only watched two to, episodes. Can you to, I can say that. I can say that the first hour of, or sorry, first two hours, almost the first film, 
of Fellowship of the Ring is infinitely better than the first two hours we saw of Rings of Power e- easily. Like, I, I don't have... I think it's a different thing. Well, yeah, of course it is. But I'm just saying, if you take those two hours and those two hours and compare them... And by the way, those first two hours were made for, like, what? The, the whole budget of the first and maybe half the second film? That's insane. Yeah, that no, 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 no. Right, hold on, hold on, episodes. hold on, hold on. Now let's be honest, is that no first two episodes are made for $120 million. Because the majority okay, of those, okay. hold on, the majority the of those costs. $60 million an episode. Yeah, but it's not. Because what, what you'll end up getting is $100 million gets set or $200 million gets spent on the, the, the key effects that get set yeah, on the models, on the props. Yeah, you can say that. Hang on, you can say that. You can say about any TV show. Well, yeah, no, but because, no. You, yeah, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. And like, so you point, can't, point, no TV show point, costs on, 100 on, million point, for the first episode. Hang episode. on, my like, point, but my point is not the budget anyway. I'm just saying, for the absurd amount of money that was spent, you can watch much better shit. Like, it's not about the budget, shit. but for absurd amounts of money. No, but I'm just saying, it's, yeah, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying the budget <laughs> on the Lord of the Rings TV show, Rings of Power, just give, just watch the hang on, hang third on. The episode. Budget. Why? Why would that bother? Because it it starts to do, it, this the is like characters say, just get watch, good. Just watch the next Doctor Who. The next Doctor Who might be good. It's not. It, it was. I stuck with it, and there were some very good episodes in Jodie Whittaker's run. What a waste! And of time. and the final episode was actually really good fun. Really good fun, actually. I'm sure there are episodes that are fine. I don't care. I'm just not gonna. I don't need to. There's nothing. There's nothing compelling me to watch it at all. Okay. Nothing. Anyway, Adam's family values. Fucking hell, that took ages. Adam's family values. Uh, right. So the sixteenth was magic, which is still brilliant. Uh, which Nippy and I watched. Seventeenth was the serpent and the fucking rainbow. <laughs> wow. I don't think that's. That I don't think scary. that's its full title. But uh... that's still. That's still quite a scary movie, you know. That is still uh... quite a scary movie. The voodoo uh, shit, pretty fucking scary. So, oh, the um, Wes Craven film. Yes, of course. Sorry, my brain just went blank for oh, me. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a fucking, that's a fucked up movie. It's still fucked up. That uh, is a fucked up movie. It is. So, speeding through. Uh, day eighteen, The Devil's Advocate, which I still love, love, love. love, love. <laughs> and if you're she was great, ass. Oh, no, sorry. Film, um, Fuck, yeah, uh, what's the line from it? Um, God is an absentee landlord. He's a sadist. It's brilliant. It's really I fucking adore that film. I think that is peak Pacino. Fuck yeah, it is. Godfather it is. Part 2. It, no, Fuck is. Serpico. Is that is the best Pacino performance ever. Because Pacino just... And it, it's the, my favourite bit of the whole film is when the bathroom at the end, when he morphs back into Al Pacino and Sympathy for the Devil comes on. So and I'm just like, oh, that's just the best ending of a film ever. Because it's just like Pacino has this grin of, I got paid a shitload of money to do this. Oh, yeah. And I'm having the time of my fucking life. It's great. And also, <laughs> I will say this. I think Keanu's really good in it. And uh, everyone's good in it. It's great. At the time, at the time, Keanu was not thought of as being terrific. And no, I think he was great in it, and, and I think he's great in it. And I the think the Devil's and I think Advocate the is, is one of the really most great. underrated films of the nineties. Completely. When I first saw it, I didn't like it. When I first saw it, I remember my review when I first saw it was the best bit is when 
Keanu Reeves shoots himself in the head and, and Al Pacino explodes into flames, which is still probably the best. This is still probably the best bit. It but it's got, bit. It's got but, like, no, but at the time, at the time, I was like, it was dull. I love it now. I, like I've Connie it. Nelson, I've Jeffrey Jones, Craig T. Nelson, it. all the yeah. Nelsons. Um, yeah, all the Nelsons are in it. Um, all the Nelsons got, are um, in it. Delroy, Delroy Lindo. Delroy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's in it. It's great. great it's, it's, it's an unashamed, it knows exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Taylor and it isn't, it isn't afraid to be that. Fucking love yeah. Devil's Advocate. I'm glad. No, I really <laughs> Day 19 Silver Bullet, which is still a lot of fun, but it does suffer from a shit werewolf. <laughs> it really if a werewolf does look shit the cast are great and it's well written and it's well acted and Everett McGill's really scary in it but really good bit. Uh Gary Busey's having a great time uh, and yeah it's really enjoyable and uh, it does good have old that Corey kind of Stephen King has that proper Stephen King 80s vibe to it it's really enjoyable um, but yeah the, the, the actual werewolf doesn't look good unfortunately but it's in it very little but very enjoyable movie still uh, day 20, well, Halloween ends. There you go. You don't need to get into another hour of that. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, day 21. You really need oh, to watch some better horror films. I have watched some better horror films. Day 21, Nippy and I watched Jennifer's Body, which is a lot better than oh, I remembered it. God, that film is terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no I, it no, is. I, I, no, 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 it it's not. really no, is. No, it's not. It was missold badly at the time. I listened to a very good podcast about it. This no, is the whole, it's really not, it's this not a whole time where people were trying to it's ship not. Megan Fox as a good actress. And I was like, no, uh, no, no, this isn't, no, this isn't about that. Although I think she's better in it than people think she or say she is. It's not about her. It, it is a much better film. But I thought the whole thing, I, there was also this whole there was also this whole Diablo Cody thing at the time that was oh my god alone. Diablo Cody Cody but, sorry no I fuck I think, me I think I think you should watch it again I I this was my second time watching it and I remember my first time I went meh I really it, it's not perfect but it's really really enjoyable Adam Brody's really good in it and um it's there's some really heavy shit going on. Amanda Seyfried's really good in it too Do it's really. It's really, it's, I think it's about 10 years ahead of its time. Everyone it's did really this whole good. Diablo Kobe, Cody, sorry, I yeah, can't I say fucking about, name. I, yeah, I did like it, that. No, did like but it. everyone was like, oh, she's the, she's the saviour of horror. In the same way that Eli Roth was, I'm going to yeah, make these hardcore 18-rated horror dude, films. Dude, just watch the film. Like, like, what I mean is you need to get over that bit. because that's No, 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 no. I watched it about five years ago on TV. It's not a thing anymore. Diablo Cody anymore in terms of like oh she's this amazing stripper who became a writer it is. honestly it is it is i'm not i gave it seven i'm not going to give it anything higher than that it's a much much better film than remembered it's really yeah. really interesting i it really is i i watched it i saw a bit it might have been about eight nine years ago it was on tv or on satellite and i watched about five minutes of it and i was just like oh i hate this film so much it's, it's not i don't i don't know why you would hate it it's much better Ugh, just um, 20 day 22 it's not it really really isn't it's it's way better than that uh day 22 the haunted mansion a family friendly eddie murphy one from 2003 which i'd never seen before it's just on disney plus we watched yeah and it was fine it was i'll take a hard pass on that one it was like a kid's it was like a kid's again i don't know late stage eddie murphy is about as appealing to me it's not that late no he's not that old in it no no but like anything post mid 90s eddie murphy is just not worth watching, in my Man, opinion. You're, getting very, you're sounding very edge lord to me, to be honest. Saying very <laughs> but, what? But you're sounding very edge lord to me. <laughs> to be honest, it's really strange. You've got, you really hard, you've got some really hard and fast rules about. No, but it's just like, like it's just like it's like a really it, right. 
how many times have you how many times do you put your finger on a a hot pan and burn it? And generally it's yeah, once, maybe movie, twice. But if you haven't seen the movie, why not just watch a movie? <laughs> it's right, no, but the simple thing is I get the opportunity to maybe watch. I'm not I I I I kind of have a different pace to you in terms of like if i'm going to sit down and watch a movie i have to sit down and watch it i can't watch it in the background sure. i can't watch it partly oh, so i have to so hold on so so if i watch a movie i have to sit down which means i probably get maybe one or two opportunities to do that a week with the amount of films that are out there i can't like like i have to have some rules to guide what i watch now there are exceptions dolomite was fantastic by the way coming to america was okay no, um, but hang on, but hang on. this is but this is a this is a just a family friendly yeah no no but what i'm saying is like like yeah but so was ride. so was so was dr doolittle 2 and nutty professor 2 no 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 no, no, really no 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 what good. i mean is what i mean is haunted mansion is a disney movie based on the ride like pirates of the caribbean yeah yeah, and, yeah i know and that it works really well but it's, really it's just it's like I don't know. There's just there's nothing from Eddie Murphy for about 15 years that makes me think that hey, that's going to be. I listen. I 98 agree with you. So I'm just saying. But but it was, but a was Pluto surprise, Nash surprise. only in 20, 2002. That sounds. Right. I thought that was like in the 90s. No, that sounds right. That's um, sad. So day 23 Valentine, which I adore. Which if you want oh to yeah yeah yeah, I, I, I've not seen that in years, but I kind of so I kind of enjoyed ending, that when it came out. The ending is the ending is fantastic still. And if you want to talk about a film where you want everyone to die, it's, it's really <laughs> so day 24 I watched one I've never seen before. It's from 2017 on day 24, and if you both watched this, watched it for the How Did This Get Made podcast, and it's called Wish Upon, and it is really super badly, brilliantly awful. Like it's brilliantly, awfully bad, and brilliantly good, and badly good, with um, Joey King, Ryan Felipe, and some other people. And okay. It's, it's, it's a. It's. It's. I like, mean, the, the, the poster art is of, pure can. Yeah, yeah, it's a mixture of meh and that's insane. And I thought it was kind of cool. I like, like it was like, but we were never bored. It was just it okay. Was, yeah. Fair now, enough. Day, 20, day twenty-five is a film we could talk about for nine hours. It was recommended by a couple of people. And also, again, dare I say, it was on a Best Films Never Made podcast as well called I Saw the Devil. And I can't believe I've never seen this before. From Oh, right, yeah. Korean movie. Do you know the story? Do you know what no. It's about? Right, uh, kind of, yeah, no, broadly. I, I, I think I've... Um, loads of people have talked to me, but told me this is a great film. I need to watch it. Unfucking believe it. It's two and a half hours long, but you won't feel it. You will not feel it. Imagine... The Korean James Bond going after Hannibal Lecter. Oh fuck! It's now that's a, that's a pitch that gets me. Amazing of oh, a Korean Hannibal Lecter, of course. And it's um, the lead of Old Boy is the serial killer, and the lead of Bittersweet Life and plenty of other movies. Uh, Lee Byung Kun is the James Bond, and it is fucking amazing. Hugely recommend it. Uh, yeah, very very full on. Um, nice. Look forward to that. Not for the, not for the screen, I should say. Right, so let's bring 26, this home. But anyway, uh, day twenty-six, uh, Warlock, which I haven't watched in fucking years. <laughs> that film Warlock is terrible. Is no, it's not. It's 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 definitely trashy. It's definitely trashy. But Julian Sands and uh, Robert uh, Richard E. Grant, Robert E. Grant, Robert Richard Sands and so Julian Sands and Richard E. Grant are really terrific in it as two, you know whatever it's 15th yeah, yeah. century or 15th century Englishman in like modern day LA or something <laughs> yeah like, or wherever they are I think um, I think that that has the Julian Sands factor for me well, I, but why have no but he's he's really good as well in fact I think that that character 
his performance as wall the warlock, so to speak, has kind of tainted everything else. Yeah, so, no, I, I don't I don't disagree. He's so anyway, and the thing that I had forgotten about it just before we move on is I forgot how gory bits of it are. Yeah, really it's, it's, you know it's, it's fine for, 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 it's really for, enjoyable. for what it was. Right, it's bring it home, Ross. Right. Bring yeah, it home. Nearly there, nearly there. Day 27, The Collector, which I love. Yeah, um, good film. Very uh, violent, very film. gruesome. Day 28, which we probably won't... We, we haven't got a lot of time left, have we? So day 28, the, the, the new Hellraiser, which I liked more than I thought I was going to. But it still uh, wasn't great. It wasn't great. Um, the lead actress... Odessa, as Zion, I think you call it, is actually Pamela Adlin's daughter, who's fantastic, great, great, uh, great actress. And and I thought the cast were really good, and I thought the effects mostly were pretty good as well. I, just, I think it holds up, holds up. It just, do you know what? To me, it it's just middle. It felt cheap, which was weird. It felt like it well, felt less. Was, well, hang on, part of the cheapness was probably this whole Eastern European thing again, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. It felt cheaper than the last Hellraiser film, which was mm. fucking cheap. I didn't hate yeah. it. I didn't love it. I described it on the Hellraiser Facebook page, and I got a lot of stick for this. As I, I, I think I said something along the lines of, "It's a, it was a, um, a promising failure." Okay. In that, I think it's competent. I think it's competent. Yeah, but what I mean by that promise. is, I, I think, think I it, agree. it doesn't deliver everything it should have delivered. Um, yeah. And I think, but it showed enough promise to make me want to stick yeah. in this world a bit longer. But I just, yeah. my, do you know what my biggest issue was? I didn't like the costumes and I didn't like the hell, the Cenobites in this. They I, didn't feel very, so on feel that, very real. They felt fake. On that, yeah, okay. So, so my thing about the Cenobites was I thought, I thought the priest looked pretty good. But the, the others, you barely see them. And I think part of the problem, one of the things I described it as was every time you see the priest and sometimes the other set of bites, it looks like we're watching lighting tests. There's like a thing where like sometimes you just have a shot of the priest and like a light will go across her face, which I know was yeah. kind of moody and all like around her head. It 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 wasn't that it didn't look good. Like it was it, I didn't think it looked bad at all. But it looked like they were testing it. It looked like they were kind of going, how what's the best angle for this light on her yeah, face? Yeah, it there was, That's there kind was of what definitely there was definitely was something underlit. slightly off. I think it was underlit on the other ones, but because she was fairly well focused on, although you never really saw her fully, properly. You saw occasionally, occasionally in a long shot, but we never really, we never really got to take them all in properly. That's part of the problem. Yeah. So on the other ones, the Chatra and the, the oh, to be fair, there was that other the Asian one that looked right, kind of. Um, uh, I don't know what her name was in it. I'm sorry. Um, the chatter, particularly, you just hardly ever saw. Like it was all yeah. darkness. No, I, you just I completely the, agree. Was there a was there a problem with the makeup? I don't know. Like I thought it mostly looked fine. I think my problem, in some ways, was the pace in the last half, particularly. Once they all start getting gotten, so to speak, I thought all of the forgettings were good. Actually, I thought they were solid, but they were all kind of workmanlike <laughs> and the same. And it always it, felt like precision rather than. It rather needed than a better director. It needed I kind someone of agree. that I kind of agree. I think it was competent. Yeah, um, it just for me, it just cop, the problem is competent is not. We we use competent yeah, I'm like saying, it's I'm something. Not saying should, that's a I'm no, not no, but, I'm not saying that's but, a we, I'm but we use comp, we 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 use that as something where people go, oh, it was competent, it was fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. fucking bored of movies being fine. Mm. Like like. I'm from cool. now on any movie that is fine. I'm automatically going to give a five. Right, well, I think, or, I think, or, I think or, that's what I've said to you. I think or I've two said and a half. My, my whole, 
my whole point of a five out of ten is it's just is the film what it's supposed to be, basically. Because no, normally I give a film like this six, but from now on it's going to be yeah. a five because yeah. I'm just bored of films being good enough. Is like, oh, it's good that. enough? Fuck off! I don't want it to be good enough. I want it to actually be entertaining or have something interesting or unique. Anyway, Hellraiser, bring it home, Ross, because really uh, yeah, this is going to be an eight-hour-long podcast. We are nearly there. Uh, so uh, day 29, as in yesterday, and if you know, watched this Disturbing Behaviour, which is an interesting 90s one, James Marsden, Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That Nick stuff. And it's an interesting one because, first of all, super lean running time, 83 minutes. Apparently the original cut was like 115 or something. And I'd be very curious to see it because this film just doesn't work. Like, we enjoyed it, partly yeah. because it just gets in and gets out. Really good cast, Bruce Greenwood, people like that, um, and blah, 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 blah. Got uh, Steve Rails back. There's a really interesting cast in it, uh, genre wise. Nick Stoll's really good in it. You know, like like it's solid, and it's the Stepford kids, isn't it? It's like not yeah. Stepford wise, the Stepford. Yeah. Kids. Nothing's explained properly, and it. But it I thought you were only going to touch on each film briefly. No, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been about saying seconds. I'm trying to bring uh, it home. Yeah, well, we're nearly, well, we're nearly done. We're nearly done. Um, it's interesting because it is an interesting failure. Like it. it yeah. It, you can feel what it should have been. Uh, James Marsden, by the way, is fantastic in it, but he was 25. Yeah. yeah. Right. He laughed about a lot. Uh, and then, so last one, because we've yet to do to, uh, tomorrow's, uh, I've literally just watched Barbarian. Okay. Now, is it good? Because I'm really interested have you in this. It? Have Not you yet. It, it's, it's on my list. I was going to try and see it this week. I, I, I would describe it as an absolute must see. Okay. Good. And Excellent. And what's, what's your picks for the last don't two? Try find, don't try and find anything out of that. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Two, so we're having a Halloween do tomorrow. So we're having a bunch of people round, and I have a little stack of films. Well, so basically, the the, the the thing for this was they have to be relatively palatable movies. <laughs> Just answer so the start, question. But hang on, hang on. There's a, there's a defining reason behind this. They have to be I don't palatable care. movies that aren't. A, well, fuck you. Right, anyway, so, so they have to be fun, palatable movies that aren't going to offend anybody or, or piss anybody. Right, okay, yeah, that's fair, that's and fair. They, so and, okay. so bland so horror movies. Include, not, not, no, no, listen, you won't describe any of these as bland. Go on. Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, good good call. Which is a beast, Wick. Wolf. I thought you said two uh, when we talked earlier. No, there's, no we're going to watch two. Okay. Happy Death, Happy Death Day, and Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> Why did I know Happy Death Day? Would oh, be I on fucking hell. no, dude! I've completely forgotten. Dog Soldiers. That's most important. Okay. Dog Soldiers. How did I know that somehow you'd get Happy Death Day onto this? Because yeah. you know you haven't mentioned it well, for about really, five podcasts. It's a really, it's a really easy film to. Um, so what was that list again? What was that list again? I'm not, I'm not fucking telling you now. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Right, okay, I'll go through it again. Hang on. Right. So I might have said something wrong or in wrong order. No, so, I just um, want to pick, see which two I'd pick. I see. Okay, so let's do this again then. So Baba Hotep, Happy yep. Death Day, yeah, Cabin in the Woods, yeah, uh, Dog Soldiers, yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Am I missing anything? You missed one, I'm sure. Because uh, I've got this big, big pile. Ha- interesting. So, oh, which, so... Oh, which is oh, which, which is Eastwick? Which is Eastwick? Okay. Oh god, that's a tough list because there's some it's films. Good, no, I'm good, not. I think I think they're all good films. I don't think any of these are. Wolf. Not the Jack Nicholson one. Yeah, love Wolf. Oh, it's oh no! We're gonna have no, to discuss you, that you, a different day, right, Ross? Where can no? I really don't, um, <laughs> Ross. Where can people not? Where can people find out more about you? Jesus, you don't want to do that, do you? No, uh, not after Ross, today. No, no. <laughs> at Ross Boyas and all the social things uh, at Evo Films UK. 
for evolutionary films, and at Vengeance Film UK uh, for the Vengeance Film. Films, and films, 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 yeah, films, 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 the films, the films, www.rossandfilmtalkmovies.co.uk. Um, I apologize for this being a five hour long podcast. Unfortunately, we haven't caught up for a while and we had to discuss Black Adam. We had to discuss Halloween. It's all your fucking fault. Uh, do you know what? And and we had to discuss Rings of Power. So, um, by the way, I'm not saying Rings of Power is good. I just think it's Thank better God. than two episodes, giving it two episodes. I don't know how to interpret that. At what point do I stop? You you don't because I think didn't after- you say to didn't you say to me that episode six was finally a good episode? <laughs> no, episode six was a great episode. That's uh, what I mean in terms sure of in terms of yeah yeah it's a it's like action packed battle. It feels very Lord of the Rings in the same way that the like there was an episode of, of uh, House of the Dragon that like so like I think the best way to put it is House of the Dragon for me probably trended at a. A lowest of a seven, the highest of a ten or a nine, nine point five. Not that I do nine point fives. Generally, it would average out at about a high eight, but across the, okay. the series, Lord of the Rings would probably would probably go around a low six for the whole run. That's right? Well, of course it is. Okay. Like, like, yeah, but why would you, want to, would you? If I said to you, if I said most to you, Marvel TV shows are about a six. Yeah, but I don't like them. <laughs> I haven't liked any of them except for She-Hulk, which I think She-Hulk is fun, but not good. So that's not a, that's not an incentive for me to go and watch a show. I, I think Hawkeye was really good. I think Hawkeye was okay. And in fact, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the closest thing to me to a Marvel film still. But I wouldn't give that anything higher than a six. Okay. Right, look, that's it for us because otherwise we're going to be here all day. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, at some point. Who knows? Fucking hell. Uh, things are manic. But uh, hopefully next time we come back, we can be a little bit more disciplined and get the runtime of this podcast because we've gone a little bit Quentin Tarantino D- Django Unchained on this, I think. Well, we haven't uh, done a bad Australian accent yet, mate. Yeah, well, good day, mate. <laughs> yeah, I think you beat fuck, me to it. Fuck. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks Take care. Everyone. Bye! Cheerio, tatty bye. Cheerio, bye. Tati, bye. <laughs>